All right. Uh, good morning. Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to our first podcast. Uh, my name is Imad, and I am the VP of Product at Axia. And I'm sure you guys have. There's so many podcasts out there, and we didn't want to be just another one. So the purpose of our podcast series is focused mostly on manufacturing folks, procurement folks, and our goal is to demystify this word data science for you, especially in context of supply chain and help you leverage the power of data beyond just a checkbox called digital transformation and other initiatives that are run throughout manufacturing organizations. So today we have with us uh, Yasin Mehdib. He's the COO of Axia. Yasin is a data scientist and a neuroscientist studied PhD from McGill, um, and he was doing research previously with Shopify, EGC Labs, MNI, and others to name a few. So welcome to the show, Yetsin. I'll let you maybe add to that introduction before we can get started. Yeah, thanks a lot, Ahmad. Yeah, so I have a big background in uh, data science, and for the last uh, uh, three years and a half, I've been working uh, on applying my knowledge to the supply chain to make like a lot of supply chain a bit more data driven. Cool. All right. So let's let's start from the meat. So our our title of the the podcast is data driven supply chain, right? So data driven data science, machine learning, AI, all of this is like just so confusing for somebody who's just looking to get into this field. So if you could tell us a bit in like very layman terms, what is maybe small differences or subtleties between this? And as a manufacturer or as somebody from the manufacturing industry, what is it that I should know about these words? Yeah, yeah, definitely. This is a pretty loaded um, uh, <laughs> title. Uh, the one way we could have made it a bit more loaded is just say like supply chain 4.0 or like uh, industry 4.0. Um, there's uh, at the core of all of these terms that we, we name, like machine learning, data science, even deep learning and whatever, there's always the data, right? Um, and uh, that's the part that is most important and that is usually brushed over. Um, it all starts and kind of ends with the data. So in this specific um, podcast, it will be a lot more on the data than the actual application of machine learning or or deep learning to a specific uh, problem. Um, because just this, there's a lot of to, to impact. So what data-driven supply chain mean is very simple, is that when you're running your supply chain, you should collect and leverage the data that you're collecting to improve your operations uh, in your supply chain. That's just as simple as it, as it is, but you'll see there's a lot of complexity involved, uh, even with just that. Right, right. No, definitely. Uh, I think, it, I guess you read and you see these words being used interchangeably so much that, that you sort of forget that on the center of it is, is, is just data that, that, that's, that's out there. Cool. So that's that sort of clears out a little bit for us. Um, what do you see as uh, some of the challenges becoming data-driven? Why is it so hard? I mean, you go and read any company's value, you'll find one a formulation or the other of every company claiming to say we want to be data driven or we are data driven or that sort of drives our decisions. Um, why is it so hard? Why can't you just do it? Like, why can't you just be data driven? 
Yeah, yeah, it's a very good question. And this is usually where people jump the gun and they're like, yeah, we need to be like data-driven. So let's apply like deep machine learning AI stuff to all of our problems. Um, but that's kind of a mistake because like the, the, the most problematic part, even if you talk to data scientists, um, is just getting the right data to do your stuff in the right shape, right? And this is where most, um, um, I've talked to a, a fair lot of, uh, of uh, manager, executive that really wanted to like transform their, their operation to a more data-driven one. Um, initially through machine learning or whatever complex project that it might, but invariably um, what I've seen is that there's a great misconception about how much data you have and if it's good enough, right? Um, and that's kind of the core of most of the issue because when you get some um, company that gets this and that understand what is the, the, the data that they need in order to do whatever and they start to collect it uh, properly, Usually the rest is not a problem. Optimizing your stuff when you have the right data, when you can make the right visualization and you can make the right, uh, I don't know, modelization of whatever you need to do or right analysis, it's really easy, it's really simple, right? Uh, but if like you're thinking that a bunch of PDF or like a bunch of Excel spreadsheet in all of these random format is good enough, you're gonna have a hard time understanding like what's, what's wrong with uh, my organization. So the part that I see um, that is uh, the bottleneck for most of these companies to truly be data-driven is just to understand what is data and uh, how to put it in shape in order for it to be useful. And usually the, the difference between um, the diff difference between like a bunch of data that is completely useless and ones that are uh, super useful comes way earlier in the process and how do you even collect and 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 get that data uh, in the first place if you're getting data let's say oh you're let's say we're, we're talking about procurement right for some reason we're talking about procurement and you're sending uh, the, uh, uh, a bunch of stuff via email and you're receiving a bunch of quotes let's say for a bunch of parts um through pdf format all of the other company are giving you all of these uh, like a, uh, a custom shaped uh, PDF, um, and you put that into like uh, your your database or whatever, and you like call it a day. That's it. We got the data. Um, that's pretty poor because in order to put these in shape and then uh, uh, coalesce them into something that you can use, it will be like a mess, right? Uh, any data scientist that hear the word PDF uh, cringe because they know it won't be a fun project. If instead at the beginning of this whole thing, right? Um, you just collect the data in a way where you can have like all of the quotes exactly in the same way, right? exactly, exactly the same, whatever it is, a form that you sent out with the exact same field, an Excel spreadsheet that you sent out and you tell them, if you want this contract, you put it into this Excel spreadsheet and then you collect all of these, these data points and you put it into the same format every time. There's a huge difference between those two, right? And this is just like the very bootstrap way of doing it. Right? But it all starts with how are you collecting the data and do you understand this difference that not all data is made the same, right? If you get that, the rest is, is not too complicated. After that, it's just like, okay, what system do I need in place in order to be able to, to get my data? Uh, how do I 
do I get my people to, to use it? Do I even need to train my, my folks? If I don't have to train my folks, that's the best because the data is like automatically uh, gathered. Um, and then can I start to do some analysis with it? Am I missing something? Yes, I go back to where I'm collecting it and I, and I, and I iterate like that. Um, if you understand that part, uh, usually the, the bottleneck disappears and it goes uh, somewhere else. Cool, all right, that, that, that makes a lot of sense. Okay, I wanna move a little bit towards supply chain. You mentioned an interesting word in the start of our conversation called supply chain 4.0. So as somebody in procurement or VP of supply chain, I'm already sort of um, have my uh, blood pressure rising with everything that's happening in the supply chain world today. And now you're introducing a new word called supply chain 4.0. What is this? Should I be scared? Is it like robots taking over or something's gonna happen with it? Or like, yeah, tell, walk us through what this is and what are some of the components of this supply chain 4.0 and why is it any different than the previous um, revolutions that came in supply chain? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, uh, <laughs> supply chain 4.0 is a funny uh, is a funny thing because it's, it's just like industry 4.0 technology applied to the supply chain, right? So when you actually look at it as a visual, um, there's a funny one from McKinsey. Um, it's a mess, right? There's a lot of technologies. There's like digitization of document, real-time monitoring, connected machine to IoT, predictive analysis, like 3D printing, integration of computer network, drones and stuff. Um, there's a lot of stuff. If It depends, like, should you be scared? It depends who you're talking to. If you're talking to a consultant, um, yes, you should be scared. If you're uh, talking to uh, someone internally that look at your stuff and you're like, yeah, we have some uh, some issue, our supply chain is, uh, is not uh, too optimized. I think we should digitalize it in order to get closer to supply chain 4.0 um, so that our operation can run better. That's a good signal, right? The actual good signal in all of this thing, like supply chain 4.0 and our uh, industry 4.0, um, is when we talk about the data. Right? Uh, because if you don't have data and you try to evolve your your um, your operation, whatever it is, right, in the, in HR, in um, in sales, in the, in, the, in the warehouse, or literally in the whole supply chain, um, it won't it won't it won't end well. It, it's it's it will be a mess. You're gonna spend a lot of money on something that will have minimal use because you were not able to look at your data and understand exactly where your problems are. Um, that's that's the main thing, and uh, in supply chain 4.0, the 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 um, say it, the, the core thing is really about data, right? About about having a good data management capture framework where you're able to take your existing supply chain, nothing change, but start collecting data at the right spot, right? And just with this, not not literally, nothing has changed with your operation, but now you're able to have the data points, right? This is already a big step forward into um, having like this magical idea of supply chain 4.0 where everything is automated. Um, it's, it's, it's where it starts. It's just having quality data that you can trust and you can rely on and that you collect it and then you can start to analyze it to figure out what the heck you should be doing next, right? Um, and where, where is the, let's say, pressure point where are the, uh, the the part we're doing great and we should not maybe invest too much time on it. As soon as you have this sort of visibility, uh, it's fantastic. 
one part in this whole thing, and this is why it's not just industry 4.0 and it's supply chain 4.0, is in industry 4.0, it's like your company, right? It's like, I'm Walmart and I'm gonna do better, right? At, uh, at what Walmart do, so uh, I don't know. Um, you can have uh, a self-checkout thing that can record the people and figure out what they, they want that is connected to the warehouse and blah, blah, blah. And the supply chain 4.0 terminology is like, it's this plus your partner, right? Um, and that's a mess. Like this is where it gets messy because we're not only talking about ensuring that you can collect data accurately. Uh, it's also making sure that you can connect with your partner and collect and share data so that the whole supply chain can get better. Um, so this is the, the, the I would say, the, the most tricky part, being able to connect with the other organizations which have different level of maturity and incentive to improve, right? Um, if your business is at risk because you're not a digitality major enough, but other businesses are not that at risk for whatever reason, and they're very like primitive in terms of digitalization, uh, trying to make them use your system or whatever, and is it to gather the data to improve your operation, it's going to be a uphill battle, right? So you just have to be um, uh, conditioned about this when we're talking about uh, supply chain 4.0. It also involves uh, your, uh, your suppliers. Cool. That's, a, that's, a, that's an excellent answer. I'll, 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 I'd love to dive a little bit deep on the point that you touched about um, the whole struggle with data, right? So um, in manufacturing, as we know, there's like different level of companies and different level of complexities of systems. Some are still using legacy systems. Some are getting a bit there, a bit more advanced in their system. And then there's a lot of these silos that are present. Um, I've been, I've worked through some digital transformation projects or IR 4.0 uh, projects. And one of the biggest struggles or like when you start those projects is how do you make the data work for you instead of the other way around? It's like this, this uh, frustration that you're like putting so much effort, like you mentioned PDFs and emails, right? So when you're trying to say, okay, I want to set up something to capture that or whatever, like I want to be able to track, um, my shipments coming in from the other part of the world. When you start off those projects, it's a lot of, like you said, you call it uphill battle. So how do you generate value out of this? How do you, how do you like basically help make the data work for you instead of the other way around? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, the very first thing um, uh, to do here is to do the minimal amount of work, right? Uh, because there's 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 many. Uh, 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 there's, there's, if you try to digitalize your whole organization one shot and then do it and then everything will be done, then you move to the next step. Uh, it might not even be 100% possible, right? So for instance, if you, for whatever reason, you're working in a sector where digitalizing your suppliers or like whatever is, is very difficult, right? Don't start there, right? I would almost ignore this until we fix at least something with data in order to prove that there's a usefulness, right? So where I would always start is what stress you the most, right? Where in your organization, like, there's always problem popping up over there, right? Every time that I look at this department and I hear about it, it's problems, right? Look at this, this department or this area, right? And figure out how much data you're actually collecting on that particular spot. And if the answer is none, which most problem happen because like they're in the dark spot 
try to figure out how to collect the data that you will need in order to solve this problem, right? And by doing this, you can have a very small project where you just, it's kind of like a pilot project. You do a pilot project over there, you start to collect data, and here, here you can, you can, uh, you can uh, get help from like a, someone experienced with uh, not just data science, but literally data engineering, right? So someone that is uh, um, uh, trained to figure out the pipeline that you need in order to make your data uh, useful, right? They will look at your setup and say like, oh shit, this is a big problem. But instead of looking at your whole organization, they will look at this small stuff and they will be able to tell you how they should, you should fix it with the minimal amount of uh, effort you get the data in a format that even this guy could, could work with easily, right? So that you know that you can work it, uh, with it easily and you uh, try to solve the problem or predict it or just have some visibility on it, right? Just to be able to eyeball something beforehand and say like, oh, we're going to have a problem. And then you have the problem. You're like, I called it, right? If you're able to do that with a small pilot project somewhere where there's a lot of problem in your organization, you can get in, uh, more easily buy-in from the rest of the company because that's the second part that is difficult. Is if historically um, your organization was kind of based on emotion, gut feeling, or like like uh, I don't know tribal knowledge that has been passed down from generation to generation, and then you're telling everybody, everybody, hey guys, we're not doing this anymore. We're gonna do this other thing, and it's gonna cost us like millions of dollars. I mean. Uh, the, at the at the inevitable first problem that will uh, pop up, right? People will say, "I called it. It didn't work. It shouldn't work. This thing is uh, is bad. We should go back to this thing. At least this thing worked, right?" But if you you uh, uh, you uh, uh, scale it down, right? Make a good case and then show it around. Even if you're the CEO, you show it around to the next department that you have a problem. You can start connecting the dots, right? Don't forget that the supply chain is like your organization, everything that happened and that, that went through it, plus the other ones, whatever happened, they went through it. So if you're trying to, to do this digitalization, you have to start with a small node and then validate that this was useful because it will be, like it's just like common uh, sense. If you, if, you have a, if you can see, right, it's better if you cannot see when you're walking outside. Of course it is, right? If you can hear at, uh, on top of that, that's even better. You can hear a car going around. So that's the same thing. Like if you if you can see something in your organization, at least you have some 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 data point to do like pattern matching and say like, oh, I've seen this pattern same same time before. Something is going on there. Not no no big machine learning. Just your brain is enough and some some simple data visualization. And then you build on that. And then this is how you can kind of. Um, digitize at some point your whole supply chain and your whole organization. Cool. All right. All right. That makes a lot of sense. Um, okay. So when it comes to um, how you do it or how you start, um, what what would your advice be? Should you like try to, in my supply chain team, should I try to hire somebody who's a data engineer? Should I give it to my IT department to take care of it, uh, the infamous IT department, or should I basically go outsource this to a company? Should I go to some of the big guys, uh, the giants of the world and tell them, hey guys, come on in and start off this project. What is your advice for somebody who, who clearly sees that there's data points missing or data leaks in my supply chain process? 
um, yeah, well, how, how would you suggest they start off? Yeah, definitely. Like, yeah, um, here I would say, um, if you never made a hire like this before, which like most companies that goes through this digitalization uh, do, um, it's a risky bet. Like, because now you, you're, you're kind of hiring someone for fixing your problem that you don't even know what it is because you don't have the expertise internally, right? That's risky. I would, I would not uh, put that up front, especially in manufacturing slash industrial companies. Um, problem is that uh, there's a tech talent shortage. So if you're trying to attract this, you're going to pay like a big premium um, and it's just going to be hard and slow to get that person. That once they're going to come up, the expectation will be like uh, um, like uh, to the moon uh, in terms of uh, uh, in terms of difficulty, right? Um, so what I would suggest here is like, first you start small so that you can like scope the problem a bit um, and figure out like the best way to to get the, um, the, 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 the some minimal amount of data that you need, right? Here I would either work with like um, a consultant, like a, an actual person, right? That, uh, that uh, is, is an expert, not just on the, on the machine learning aspect of it, or like uh, the modeling part, honestly, it doesn't matter. Like if you don't even have data, don't think about it. Just don't don't talk about it. Don't think about it. Right? Uh, it's like five years down the line. Um, I will start with someone that is very good at data. Um, if if they have some domain expertise, that's even better. Right? Consultant that you can put over there, that you can explain your mini project that just involved data, no modeling, and you're like, this area, this is where I want this data. I don't know where to start. And they will give you a bunch of tips. Worst case, it's like a four hour conversation, right? Um, and before you like, uh, you get this person part-time for like the next six months, and then they're just happy because they're there forever, um, I will kind of start to shop around for um, um, uh, platform or suppliers or whatever it is that can help you capture that data easily, right? Um, it's it's a bit e easier when, um, it, it's it's a bit counterintuitive, but it's a bit easier if your own data is moving through like some external application that was built by really advanced technological people and then it comes back to your stuff because when this happens, it's structured in a fashion that your team can use it and and you can gather this data and do some analysis on it. Um, so maybe something like a small pilot project with some sort of app uh, where you can actually structure the data. And before you start the pilot, you can say something like, hey, can I just get the data to check what, what this is happening, how this is happening, and uh, what, what can I collect with this thing? Um, and once you do, well, this is fantastic. Then you have the data, and then you can look at the problem. And even with the app, you can start to see like, is this thing being helpful or stuff like that? Um, I will I will not advise to go into like a big revamping of whatever system you have or uh, buy a big big module that will from from one of the big guys that can that can solve your stuff. Just something simple, right? And if you can get the the uh, an area that is simple enough and well content enough, usually you don't even have to go there, right? You can just just change a bit your 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 team way of working so that you can get gather a bit of data where you can start to actually visualize something and this can this can then unlock some bigger budget or whatever to just fix that whole area 
and then move on to the next uh, department. That's kind of how I would do it. Yeah, very sequentially in a in a small increment. All right, all right, that's, uh, that's that makes sense. Um, and uh, the trick question: so, who should be leading and owning this project? Right? Sometimes it's uh, and and I guess you've worked with a lot of manufacturers yourself, and everywhere there's a different setup. Which one have you seen to be more successful? Whether it's should should I give it to my IT and the IT team that I have? Should I be like, no, this is something I should take ownership of myself while I have a lot of supply chain stuff to take care of? So where what what would your advice be? Definitely the two um, I can name them. I, I don't care. Like the two suppliers manufacturer that I've seen that were like top notch compared to everybody I've seen before is that. Um, this company called Traf, they're a small company that are making like uh, airplane stuff and uh, SBB, um, like near Quebec and, and Montreal. Um, and the, 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 the common thing between the two is that um, some very high level uh, in the company understood technology and made this a priority, right? And you can feel the difference. You can feel the difference when you walk into the shop because like you, you don't see like some some riggedy like a notebook uh, that people are just like like scribbling around uh, from time to time like the data is actually you see that the data is actually collected and they show it to you because like this is one of the most important stuff i'm doing and then they show you the machine let's say that they're that they're running their uh, their uh, uh, manufacturing on like yeah this collect that information this information look our kpis are literally like broadcasted over there i'm using power bi for blah 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 um, the the one that I've seen that uh, struggled the most were one where uh, the person was not technical enough, or um, it was somebody too down in the in the company that were that cared about it, and that uh, let's say the owner or, or um, the president uh, didn't didn't understand it. And uh, so what I would say here is that this should be like. Um, like at the CEO level almost, or like at the board level of the company almost. Like it, it for me it makes intuitive sense because it's it's not just about this department or that department. It's like the whole organism, like the whole company that you're you're trying to put like a bunch of eyes on and like a, a few ears and like that you're trying to make it in shape so that they can feel more what is happening internally and externally, right? So will, does this thing have better chance of success? Of course, of course it has better chance of success, right? Um, than a company which is running like purely on tribal knowledge. So uh, in my view, that should be like a, a CEO top priority. And if you're listening to this and you're a CEO and you're, or, or own the company and you don't have the background, um, get educated, take a consultant or whatever that will explain to you in clear term, like, what does this thing entail but there's uh, uh, in my view there's no choice like it's not uh, it's not that will i do it or not like everybody is doing it right everybody is doing it. it's becoming a competitive advantage for some company if you could check every point of your company being able to collect these these accurate data points and being able to then make move based on these data points how good your business will be it will be better right so if your competitors are doing this or somebody in another uh, market that is entering your market is already doing this. They have a competitive advantage that you don't have, and for you, it will be even harder to to change because you don't know how to change. So, 
for me, it's a given. It needs to be at the utmost level. I need to be like a, um, a almost a company company wide uh, uh, a transformation that you're undertaking, and it will be different. The feel of the company before and after will be different, and I think it's just like a, a must, uh, especially in these uh, days of uh, supply chain disruption and stuff. Cool. So you've also answered uh, my other question about uh, driving uh, a culture of uh, being data driven. It's, it has to be a top down approach. It cannot. It doesn't work well in next quarter month. All right, guys. And last question I had for you. So let's say I figure this out, uh, and my supply chain is now, as you called it, data driven. What are some of the competitive advantages, or what challenges do you think um, I will be able to solve once I? start to unleash the power of uh, of data in my supply chain yeah yeah good good uh, good question um the only like the the top 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 flex uh, um, um, benefit i would say is like total flexibility right uh, because if you truly are able to capture all of these data points right and then like you have this mega supply chain where you know exactly what's happening at every point You'll be able to to witness trends before they happen, right? You'll be able to witness like uh, problems way before end and make the moves almost if you were present or, or whatever. Because most of the problem in uh, in in the supply chain happen and uh, almost always are the same way. Of course, there's like black swan events that happens, uh, but even then, if you have the flexibility to move because you are able to gather all of this data. You can then make some 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 uh, pretty critical change in your supply chain, and you know why you're doing it. So let's take an example. Let's say you have a bunch of supplier China, a bunch of supplier here, and then uh, COVID hits, China is in lockdown, right? And then you know exactly what was the contribution of this, the, these suppliers. You collected all of this data. You know who did what uh, well. What you can do now is you can look at other suppliers like them with the exact same profile. And then you just do that. You you literally do that. You can like export the profile and say, I'm looking for someone that can do this, right? And then you find a bunch of supplier rapidly and you're able to get them on board. Um, you can monitor their capacity if they're if they're uh, getting similar to that company or not. Of course, it will be uh, much higher, but you will be able to calculate uh, how much you're willing to spend on that thing. Um, if you didn't have any data, right? And you're like, oh, my supplier not responding in China anymore. What do you do? You replace them. Do you know what they were doing before, right? For how much they were doing before, on which part they were good, which part they were not? And if the answer is no, it will be a very risky bet to take a supplier out because maybe this one was the critical one where you have no choice to rely on it. And it's the only one in the world that can do it. Um, this is where it gets ugly when you don't have this visibility. So yeah, so for me, that, that will be like one of the main advantage, flexibility, especially in time of disruption, right? Which is like the hallmark of like the last three years. Um, I think it's a must uh, right now, like very rigid supply chain. I think it, they, they, they're kind of a thing to the, of the past. Uh, I think all supply chain will need to be uh, in the future um, data-driven and very flexible in order to sustain whatever is coming. Cool, all right. That's uh, that's uh, yeah. I think we've in, in COVID, we've all seen what happens when your data, uh, when your supply chain is not data driven, and what can happen yeah. to your manufacturing infrastructure. So, 
Cool. Thank. Uh, yeah, this has been great. Thank you, Yasin, so much for your time, and thank you to all our listeners for making it through uh, the whole podcast. Please do leave us your feedback and subscribe to our podcast. If you have a success story with data and supply chain, do get in touch. And yeah, that's that's a wrap from us. Wishing you all a great day ahead.